Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to day three of Guitar Nerd's Gear of the Year deliberations. Today we're going to be talking best pedal and 2016's weirdest gear. I'm your host Mark Packham, joined this evening by Matt Knight. Well, hello there. Jay Cross. Hello. And Joe Branton. Acton. How are you feeling, JB? You're looking a little worse for wear. I'm alright, I'm getting through it. You and are getting through it. You've been sterling so I never far. Know. Got this is such a bad idea. Why? So, like, yesterday was um, the 12 pubs of Christmas, as it's known. I think. I seem to remember having this exact conversation last year on Gear of the Year. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did it fall at the same time? I think time? so, yeah. yeah. I think it, we always do it the day after the 12 the pubs of is, Christmas. Like, I just can't have... I just don't think I could have 12 drinks. No, my wallet couldn't. No. <laughs> I don't think I'm, I'm ever going to drink so, again. But also, I so much money. But yeah, it was good. 12 pubs, 12 pubs, 12 pints, 6 shots. That's the game. Man, I don't know how you do it to yourself. I'm feeling old and knackered and I don't drink... We just, I, I didn't mean, do all of them actually. I, I, unfortunately, I mean, it's, we can't all be as quirky as and, JB, uh, as Joe. You know, World's a, End, Joe World's End, Branton. <laughs> anyway, enough of talking about Branton. Let's talk about some stuff that's actually good. Um, all the cool pedals that have come out in 2016. We're gonna oh, do, there are so many. We're gonna because there are so many. Um, we're gonna do this slightly differently. In that I'm gonna I've grouped the pedals by product type. So there's like preamp, overdrive, distortion, fuzz, modulation, delay, and reverb. Um, I'm just going to go down and say, is this a top 10 product, potential top 10 product, yes or no? If it's a no, it's getting deleted. So, let's start from the top. Two notes, Le Clean preamp. 100% yes. Joe Branton? Um, are you just <laughs> going to do one at a time? And we're saying yeah, yes yeah, or yeah. no? Yeah, just say yes or no. Oh, right, uh, no. Jay? I, I think so. It's like an integral part of our setup, Joe. <laughs> so that's a clear I top think, 10 product for I me. Think, yeah, uh, if, we, if we narrow it down to 10, I think yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Philosophers, uh, Pictronics, Philosophers Tone Micro. No. Yes. Oh, God, here we go. Com- mate, it's a compressor. Yeah, but it was. it's one of the best compressors on the market, and they've put it in a you micro say, you, I reckon you say that once a podcast. Although we never what? put about the something. JHS in. Oh, it's one of the best compressors on the market. <laughs> oh, that's true. Maybe... Uh, I oh, reckon yeah. I reckon scrap the philosopher's tone, JHS pulp and peel. Way the better. pulp and peel tone. is a great compressor. I've, I've just added the pulp and peel. I don't know why that got deleted. So we're going to take off the Pictronics and yeah. add the pulp and peel. Yeah. Um, let me do that. Uh, in the meantime, we can talk about the Digitech Dirty Robot. Nay. No? Okay, Nay. That's, that's a no. That's the synth. Still think the Digitech synth was a better pedal. Yes. Yeah. Okay, down into overdrives. The X5 Golden Brownie. Absolutely. Apps 100 pollutely. I think we're all in agreement there. I agree. What? I think it's Matt, great. No, what are you doing? But the thing it's is, probably the, the best product. I thought on you this. said you loved this. I do it love it, but, there, but there's, there's three no. Marshall no. JCM 800 emulator yeah. pedals but, on this list. This one and it's the best one, and it's 50 quid. No. We, we can get down to that when it. But I think that is a. It's it's because pedal. it's 50 it's quid it deserves I sort of want to say yes to everything though that's the well problem. of course yeah. so let's um, let's do the next one uh, Frederick Effects Utility Percolator not mm. as good as it's not really no if I'm, if it's, I'm it's being tough it's not a harmonic percolator no yeah if I'm being tough it's, I'm going to say no yeah. okay I think the name there is a bit misleading I think it's a cool pedal it's it a cool is, pedal definitely. I don't think it, of all the things that we've heard this year it's definitely not in my top 10 no, no. I mean the thing is with you saying that it's not a harmonic percolator 
I mean, it is not a harmonic percolator. They do a harmonic percolator. I know. This is the utility percolator, which is a more usable, I guess, harmonic percolator. And because Frederick, it's Frederick who owned the rights to the harmonic I think percolator. They built, I, they, I, they, I think they built it yeah. with like an understanding slash agreement I know I, th- I think they own the rights because the geezer the geezer oh, is he's dead in, well, he's in, I think he the people that own the rights are involved in the yeah, something like that in yeah. some I, way okay but like I I like it I, I like it a lot I'm not sure is it the 10 I don't the think 10 it's top 10, 10. I, okay. I do think it's great but I don't think it's top 10 Seymour Duncan Palladium Gain Stage absolutely not no not too I'm, much going on I'm torn over this because actually listening to the video it does sound very good but I don't think it's top 10 I thought no, it was I thought, I thought it was be- I thought it was a lot better than I was expecting it well, to yeah, be I think we do need to explain a little bit about these pedals as we go okay well it's, have we done because we're these, just saying names it's a Gain all, Stage are these all pedals that we've done videos these on? are all pedals that have, yeah we've done pedals of or have been released like prominent releases yeah okay I think we should leave the Palladium because I want to talk about that a bit nah. more if we can nah, leave it for the moment all right um magnetic effects satellite overdrive which is a fairly sort of transparent style overdrive made in the uk um personally mm. there's a lot of competition in this yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of competition i've already the, seen the one white, that i prefer the, the white atom that fantastic did. Yeah. did really well last With, year yeah, from in, the same company yeah. um i don't think the satellite cuts it unfortunately um one that we didn't demo, Electroharmonic Soul Pog, which is the soul food and the pog in one box. Oh, they've just they've done this before. Yeah, this, it's not yeah. really a new pedal. It's like the is turnip it? greens. Yeah. it is. So we're saying I, no I'd to the soul no. pogs. Yeah, and what, what they did like the epitome. That was slightly different because that was an actual multi effects rather than just two pedals mashed together. Yeah, I think it's. Oh, yeah, I'd get rid of it. Okay, yeah. good. Walrus Audio three eight five oh, overdrive. Oh, absolutely, what a 100%. pedal! Okay, so, so good. This is the so overdrive good. based on the um, Bell and Howell Film Projector preamp, mm. I believe. Yeah. Oh, that's just the um, coolest I, thing. I forgot ever. to tell you, um, the Hope and Ruin, which is a local venue in Brighton, for those listening, um, have got a, a three eight five hanging on their wall. Oh, is that what that is? There's two Bell and Howell, and I couldn't see. Is the one. So this local pub that we go to has got a load of stuff, old electronic stuff, like hammered to the wall, basically, to make it look a bit more quirky. One of them is like a real cheap Bell and Howe film projector. The other one, it's missing the front panel because the front panel on these projectors folds out. Um, I can't tell if it's a 385, but looking at a picture of a 385 and looking at that projector, they're exactly identical. So there may be an actual 385 preamp just sat there used as decoration in a pub i'll ask them you should ask you should ask because that is a great pedal so that's staying on the list yeah um how about the wampler tumnus matty what do you think i really like it i I think it's a great pedal but But. there's some (laughs) other pedals on this list that i think i would prefer this is top 10 this is going to be the hardest category because you know this transparent overdrive you know the clon style yeah Yeah. you know it's a kind of a flooded market i do like the tumnus I just like you say I think I've heard better I think we've already talked about one that's better in a similar I category agree. I think it's a, I, I agree I think it's a really really great pedal I think that you could easily get away with having multiple drives on your board oh yeah of course and, yeah definitely you know it's um, but is it the best drive that came out this year I don't think so no um, one that I think would have sp- completely surprised us all actually the Greenchild G777 which is a um, what is it how would you describe it Matt it's a dual game stage I, I guess it's not yeah. really a drive well, that's the thing I think I said when I when we were doing the videos it's like it's not like anything else it's not a tube screamer it's not a Marshall in a box it's just like a circuit designed from the ground up yeah. it's like just a good sounding overdrive yeah totally um, and just unique and it's got a true like clean boost to it as well you know um, probably one of, probably I, one of the best the problem pedals, is, is I'm I think if yeah, I'm thinking really top solid. 10 and I'm looking at the next one on this list I'm so torn it's unbelievable I mean it, it doesn't necessarily have to be top 10 but pedals that you would consider from the, for yeah. the top well, 10 I think, which will then be the considerations for the top 5 yeah. which will then oh, be the considerations God. for the top I, 2 I would yeah I mean I would say which then go yes. into considerations for a top 10 for the final. I'd, I'd say yes, purely because I think if you want something different and you want to be surprised by a pedal, 
I think so too. I think honestly, yeah. it blew me away when we plugged it, and yep. it's doing something so different. Like you say, it's, it's not great. Tube Screamer, yeah. it's not Clon style. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not Dumble style. It's doing. It's a completely new sound for me. I really yeah. liked it. So you mentioned the next one in the list, the Echo Line Roadrunner. Um, what? Well, it's, it's kind of a line driver, isn't it? Like it's a low yeah. gain overdrive. Like a preamp, I suppose. You can way, push it? it a bit harder as well. Yeah, Super, it's a make gooder. Yeah, it is. It can anywhere from sort of like. Standard make gooder to drive, it's a nice basically. Drive, yeah, I thought it was astonishing. And actually, can't you also use it as a clean boost? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It actually, yeah. and it actually did do it yeah, in an such an incredible way. Boost, yeah. I, I really, I was blown away by the by the roadrunner. Really blown away. The by only the thing I dislike about it is it's um, it's expensive. It's, well, I was gonna say I don't mind that, but it's it's size yeah. and yeah. shape. Right. Money bags. It doesn't make it, it. It it means it doesn't integrate very well onto big pedal boards. But then it's sort of a purist's pedal. Yeah. Yep. So maybe it don't matter so much. Yeah, I think a lot of people like similar to when people buy like the Pete Cornish style pedals, which is the same size as they might probably. You know, I can imagine someone having just all three of the Echo Line pedals and that's their pedal board. You know, three different flavours yeah. of drive yeah. um, going up the kind of drive spectrum. So I think the size, although for a crammed pedal board, like probably, you know, Matt's got or you've got Joe, it would be difficult to fit in. But I think it qualifies for our considerations, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I agree. Um, next up, the Pedal Pal FX Pal 800 JCM emulator, which I think we all know what that is. Um, yeah. I believe Argentinian uh, yeah. Marshall emulation. I thought it was pretty it's, good. I suppose I, I'm just I keep thinking about you know the ones we've got on this list. Yeah. And actually, if I was going to compare it to the Golden Brownie, I'd probably say the Golden Brownie was a better pedal well, in terms of that sort of sound than price-wise. I mean, definitely that's a consideration. Mm. Um, um, I, I did like the pedal power though; it was good. I, th- I thought it was great as well, and I think it's you know as we said at the time, I think it's great that there's um, you know we're seeing some stuff from South America which is traditionally an area that we like being in Europe we've never you know you don't get that much I can't think yeah. of think of I can't think of anything else actually from any other brands from South America no. off the top of my head and I think it's great that you know there are there are companies now who are able to break through and make it into the European or the North American markets mm-hmm. I think that's great when it comes down to the and like they're a company that I really want us to keep an eye on and see yeah, what yeah. else comes through in terms of was it the best pedal of this year I think a good way to look at it is is it the good, the best pedal of its type of this year and I think I don't think it's better than the Golden Brownie and I also don't think it's as good as the uh, without wanting to jump ahead too much the Ramble Effects Marvel Drive 3 well let's talk about that now let's do the um, Ramble Effects Marvel Drive 3 again um, very well made yeah. um, JCM 800 emulator sounds yeah. more like a recorded 800 than I think yeah. the Pedal Pal effects. Yeah. Um, I think we can all agree this belongs on this list. I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. it's very, very good. We'll talk about it in a bit more detail when it comes to it. Mad Professor Sweet Honey Overdrive. Didn't I like th- it. Little underwhelmed. I've, I've actually, I actually owned one before we demoed it, and I and I just didn't I didn't gel with it. Didn't, yeah. Didn't like it. Great pedal, well built. Just didn't get on with the sound. Yeah, I um I agree. That's um I, like you say, really well built. Just not to not any of our tastes. Agreed, yeah. I think. Agreed. So, uh, on to more traditional distortions, so high-gain stuff. We looked at two this year, the Svisound Techno-Foo and the Visa Perun. Um, what, what do we think? Do either of these belong on this list? I, I, I for me, I mean, it's, they're not the sort of pedals I would normally go for, but looking at the as a whole, sound, price, you know, features, I I didn't really get on with either. No, no. I like the fact that the Spy Sound has a little light show built in. I thought that was cool. I just cool. think like, there's better and, you know, warmer and kind of more dynamic distortion sounds in some of the overdrive pedals that we've picked totally. up. Totally. I think, you know, the the uh, <coughs> Ramble FX Marvel Drive kind of crosses over to this stuff. You know, if you yep. crank the gain right up and you use it more like a, dr- a distortion pedal than a drive pedal... I think it sounds quite a bit better than either of these two yeah. here. So, okay, so we're saying no to those. They can go. So, Fuzz, a hotly contested group, um, and something that I thought there'd be more of, but this year it's actually been more like just drive pedals. Um, so, in our Fuzz group, we've got the Electro Faustus Guitar Disruptor, uh, the Pelican Noiseworks Pelator, and the Johnny Rock Octo Fuzzy. Does anyone want to um, shout for any of those? Um, I mean, I'm going to shout for the the Noiseworks Pelator. Yes. I mean, I bought one, so yeah. I just I I just thought it was one of those pedals. As soon as I plugged it in, I was like, sounds great. And it's always difficult because of the way that we record our 
guitar sounds, we don't feed the amp with a direct feed. So we're feeding it with like a preamp and paramp and speaker modeling into another amplifier. Yeah. So you don't always necessarily kind of get the best idea when I'm actually hearing it. Obviously, yeah, just when, for- when the, the sound you hear in the videos is the two note setup. But yeah. Hearing it through another amp, sometimes it can sound a bit different. Watched some other demos and was like, oh, I'm not sure. And then obviously they made a pink one. I was like, got to buy a pink one. Of course. But when I plugged it in, I was actually like, this is the fuzz pedal. I find fuzz pedals the hardest pedals to buy. Yeah. Because they range so much in terms of gain, but also in terms of how usable they are. Yeah. Um, you know, yes. I always wanted a fuzz factory, but every time I plugged one in, I was like, I can't. Yeah, I can't actually get a sound out of it. And that's why I've always stuck with the Big Muff, because I'm always like, get a great sound out of it. I, and I, this was the first low-gain fuzz. I was like, that sounds great. Yeah, I think I think for me, the way to look at this, I mean, I, as I as is often documented, I'm not a huge fan of fuzz pedals. Really? You've never said that I on the podcast. As, uh, yeah, as I say, like, you know... So for me, I'm always happy to take a step back in this uh, in this category. However, I think a good thing to look at is are any of these pedals as good as the uh, magnetic uh, white atom that did really well last year? Yep. And I think the uh, personally, I think the only one that stands up to it really is the Pelican Noise Works. But they're yeah. diff- very different types of. Fuzz. Of course they are, and you know what? As I say, I'm happy to I'm happy to well, concede that's the thing, here. I'm not. I, I actually when I rewatched the video of the Electro Faustus guitar disruptor, I was like. This pedal is awesome, but it falls into that category of a great pedal that you couldn't use live, but you could definitely use recorded. Yep. Yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, yeah, I quickly resigned it from my pedal board just because it was this, great. This, Loads of fun. Sounds incredible. There should be a product category for pedals that's just like fun pedals. It's like you just, yeah. you, you're never going to use it live, but, but you're going to buy it. You should it. buy one. You should buy one because they're a laugh. Yeah, you're never, exactly. ever going to put it on that's a pedal That's what board. this is. And the, the Electro Faustus is brilliant. I mean, it's 60 quid for a fuzz pedal that self-oscillates so you have no idea what's going on but yeah. is it usable enough to make it into the is usability mm. really an no, issue no 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 we can, we can put that let's let's move I think the Electro Faustus definitely deserves to go into considerations for the top 10 sure. the Johnny Octo Fuzzy I think is a great pedal doing something really different I don't think it's in the top pedals no. I've heard this year it's worth checking out it's a um, it's had an octave up didn't it I believe yeah. Yeah. in there so like sort of Hendrixy style um, octave yeah. up um, yeah. and it was cool you know they're really nice hand built in Canada uh, but I just don't think the stuff that we've seen from them so far stands out particularly in their kind of product categories so um, should we talk about some modulation pedals modulation mm, just three modulation pedals the MXR Phase 95 the F pedals Phase Vibe Lite and uh, the Boss FB2W FB VB VB2W uh, does anything there jump out at you guys um, yeah, I mean, the, I I got one of the vibratos as soon as it came out. The the VB two W, yeah, the VB two W, long overdue reissue, yeah. basically. Of- what a brilliant pedal! But the thing is, it's that that sort of sound has been so sought after for so yeah. long, and uh, and the only thing that you could get was, and actually, the thing that that Juan Orderet was would suggest to people on his on his on pedals and effects.com because he had an old vb2 couldn't find anything that sounded like it except for the behringer yes that he used to buy and put on his that was on his touring board for the mars falter there was that behringer pedal and he said he just used to buy like four or five of them because they were 15 just bucks break straight yeah. away yeah i think exactly. but so you know such an important sound that no one's no one even goes after it because yeah. it's like bad vibrato yeah yeah but it's, so, it's weird because, like, you know, I haven't got that many modulation pedals on my pedal board. It's more delays and reverbs. And when it comes to modulation, things like phaser can be, you wouldn't like, or a flanger, you wouldn't like play a whole chorus with a phaser on because of the kind of sweeps and the, you know, it's kind of like really in your face where the vibrato sits much lower in the mix yeah. and kind of just adds this like thick, like dimension. It's like a chorus without being like too 80s. For the same reason, same reason, I'm going to stand up for the F pedals phase yeah. vibe, which I don't know if you guys remember. We demoed it right at the beginning of this year. I've actually uh, got one on my board now. It's the phase vibe light. They do two options: one with wireless charging and uh, one without. <laughs> um, it sounds awesome. Yeah. I don't, I, like you, Matt. I don't go over the top. It's the only modulation pedal that I think I've ever owned, except I think I had a CE5 like 20 years ago, yeah. um, and. The phaser on it sounds amazing, really crisp, but designed um, with a famous engineer whose Eddie name is Eddie Kramer. Eddie um, Kramer. 
to you know based on his phasing techniques but also the vibe on it is really good really subtle yeah. and I think it definitely competes with the VB2W so we should probably add both of those to the yeah, list sure. Phase 95 I'm not too fussed about I don't know about you guys well, it's not, yeah it's, it's yeah, nothing because they did the phase 99 for a long time and this is just a, like a mini version of it I kind of want one it's cool it's neat but it's not really doing anything different for the world of yep. phases as it were so moving on to delay we've got the cast engineering Casper delay the Ibanez mini analog delay and the T-Rex replicator tape delay mm. what do we fancy out of those three I mean out of the whole out of the whole year and all those those three that have come out my favourite by far is the replicator okay interesting I just what I just I'm, I'm just I think it's a great a, I know it's a lot of people say oh it's a bit over the top and but it's I mean, what a thing to do. Bring tape echo back into the market in an affordable way. Do you know what I mean? You know, there was that company Echo Hill. Well, there's a company called Echo Hill Effects and they did that floppy disk delay, 1,500 quid. If you look at full-tone tape echo, it's like a 1,000 pounds. Yeah. And this is you can actually have this on the floor and use it like (laughs) a pedal and it's got chorus in it. I just think I mean, great. Like people, great you want you want tape echo. You know, I, I texted all you guys yesterday and said, "Oh, the average price for an RE two hundred one now is nine hundred quid." Oh, absolutely, and you're not going to gig one. You no. know, absolutely bananas. I mean, I, I kind of feel like the replicator is maybe in the wrong category here. It should maybe be in weirdest gear because it like I don't know. It's I a don't think it's that pedal, weird. It's I don't think it's that weird. I suppose so. I suppose so. I mean, I I obviously love it. Like absolutely love it I think all three of those delay pedals are great <laughs> I suppose My- if you were talking weirdest gear you'd probably say the replicator module which is the Eurorack <laughs> like uh, does that exist it's, well it's no it's not it's like Eurorack it's like a modular format that you can then patch in yeah, wow. yeah, so yeah. you can actually have like a tape echo on your that's wow. bizarre which is bizarre. awesome um, I mean for, I would say for me out of those three um, the Casper is probably my least favourite. Really? You, I think so. I'd, with the Casper, I was kind of, I kind of soured on it. And then I don't know if you saw, I put a photo up on Instagram last night. I sat down with the Carbon Copy Bright, the uh, Casper, and one other pedal, the Seymour Duncan Vapor Trail. Yeah. The Casper was hands down the best delay out of those three. I, well, was, I remember you. I remember you absolutely loved it when we first. It, but it's it's like because we ha- we've had it for nearly a year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When we first tried it nearly a year ago, and I remember you absolutely loving it at the time. And I didn't think it was better than the um, carbon copy bright then. Honestly, it's out of those three. The uh, the Casper was by far and away the winner. Then. Definitely the Vapor Trail and then the Carbon Copy Bright. Like I really like the Vapor Trail. I think the Vapor yeah. Trail is great. I mean, I, like I really like all three of those pedals. I'm not sure that the I'm not sure that the that the Ibanez Mini is no. I, the, I think is, the is top ten material. No, I, I, I think, think it's so. great. I like. I absolutely love it. And what are they? Fifty quid? No, no, no. They've gone up. They're eighty-nine pounds. Okay, now. I mean that's quite a lot of money. But like for an analog delay, I think that's absolutely astonishing. And they're they're really great pedals. The replicator, I think, is astonishing. And I think it probably belongs in the top ten. I don't. It's not going to win. But I really, think, you don't think it'll win? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just sat here thinking, oh bloody fuzz. Who ev- cares? Would any- Do you know what I mean? Would everyone be okay with losing the Ibanez, keeping the Casper and the T-Rex replicator? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so one last pedal to talk about, the MXR Reverb. Um, I can't believe it's taken MXR this long to do a reverb. I know. And, and, and I can't believe it doesn't <laughs> sound very good. No, yeah, yeah. It's I agree. so disappointing. I had a listen, because uh, I've only heard one in the flesh once, and I went back and checked some YouTube videos. Really disappointing. Yeah, really, really disappointing. So um, um, for that, I mean, I think it can't go onto this list. No. no. Yeah. So how many are we uh, down to? We've got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, <laughs> fourteen. So let me run down the fourteen. So we've got the two notes of the clean, the JHS Pulp and Peel, uh, which someone has changed to the Pulp and Pele on this <laughs> list, um, the X5 Golden Brownie, the Seymour Duncan Palladium, the Warus 385 Overdrive, the Green Child G777, the Echo Lime Roadrunner, the Ramble Effects Marvel Drive 3, the Pelican Noiseworks Pelator, the Electro Faustus Guitar Disruptor, 
the F pedals phase vibe, the Voss, Boss VB2W, the cast engineering Casper delay, the T Rex replicator, and Joe has put an obscenity in the last <laughs> box. Um, if we're going to talk about one that should definitely go through, I think this is the way to do it. We should talk about. We should take one each and say what we think should definitely go through to um, the top five. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's so many good pedals. I know. I know. It's I difficult. Know. It's and there's so many good ones that I want to choose because my heart says I should choose them. But my head says the one that has to go through is the two notes Laclean. I think so too. I it's, think it's, it's been so good for us in terms of doing what we do in terms of the video yeah. thing and offering a great way for us to record videos, record great guitar sound. Like honestly think, like now we've had more time with it. Yeah. The sound, the guitar sound we're getting at the moment through that setup is just I so think so good. too. I think the combination of that and the cab simulator, the torpedo yeah. cab is yeah. Brilliant, and I think you're going to start seeing a lot more. I think next year, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of these people have those on their pedal boards, and then running straight into a yeah. power amp return, or you know, using. Because I, I thought maybe getting one, having my pedal board, and having it hooked up via MIDI, and then having loads of different presets, for different yeah, yeah. preamps, definitely, definitely. And the LeClean, um as well, it's worth mentioning. Like we use the Torpedo Cab, but it's got Speak Simulator yeah. that you can switch on or off on it. So. If you were just looking for something that could act as a really good like interface, well, not an audio interface, but something to put in front of an audio interface at home, yeah, like you could just use the speaker out on that, go into your audio interface, and you're getting a really decent sound. Yeah. I think a, the Torpedo Cab is a good addition to that because the cab modelling is better and more flexible, but I think the LeClean is a serious bit of kit. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm going to take that out of this list and put it into our potential top fives. Joe Branton, which of this list is striking you as a... The T-Rex replicator. Just because it's cool. it's so totally... Okay, It's brave. so completely unique, though. And and in, in the same way that, like, the Honey Boy was something totally yeah. new, unique, cool, okay. awesome, I think. This is... It's one of those... It's a defining release of this year. Jay Cross. Um, the Echo Lime Roadrunner, for me, yep. is... Um, probably my favorite i would say probably my favorite on that list there's a couple of others that i'm i'd argue for um but i think i think for me that it just hit it ticked every box in terms of what well maybe not every box but it ticked so many boxes in terms of like it's something like it's something cool it's something interesting it does something different in that like that clean boost was honestly the best clean boost i have ever heard okay Okay, I'm going to go for the Walrus 385 oh, Overdrive. I was hoping someone would. Um, I just think it is the best out of all these kind of transparent sounding overdrives or whatever you want to call them, you know, low gain overdrives. It's hands down the best one I've heard. It's so good. It's just yeah. really unique, isn't it? It's I, I, t- I think even... Ticks all the boxes for me. Yeah, really I mean, does. I don't think with those types of pedals, you kind of even need to be unique. You just need to be the best one. And the yeah. 385 is the best one of those yeah. pedals. It's better than any kind of clone clone that I've heard. You know, it's better, miles better than a soul food. Um, yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Um, Let's pick one more each, and then that'll get us to okay. one eight. And then we'll, that'll be a top eight. Yeah. And then we can squirrel down from there. I... Hmm... I'm going to say JHS Pulp and Peel. Good. Really? Good. Yeah, I, d- I really, really enjoyed plugging it's, that in when we did the demos. It makes your guitar sound beautiful. Like. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think compressors are moving away from squash to, like, signal processing, where you're kind of... It's like the make gooder sort of yeah. thing. It's just it's one of those types of things. You just have it on really subtle. just brings a bit of life to your guitar signal. Definitely. Especially when you're playing at home, maybe playing at lower volumes... I think it kind of yeah really lifts everything up. Joe Branton, uh, the VB2W. Okay, Stop solid. I thought that's what yeah. you would uh, what you go for. It's been a big part of your rig for a while. Um, Jay Cross, X5 Golden Brownie. Wow, I really, strong. I really did. That, yeah, I, I really, I really like. God, if you had that as a pedal board, you'd be rocking. I went between. Oh, yeah. I, I you did. Really would. I struggled between that and the Marvel Drive Three, and I think. I think I'm just gonna. It's the price. I think I'm gonna the, let the price do the talking here, and I, I really yeah. do think that, like, at that price well, point, the there's just not. There's nothing but else the, that the does that. The thing is, as well, I can't see 
where that price point has come from in that like the the pedal the build's amazing the, the, the build is really yeah. great like substantially <laughs> better than Moore yep. build quality for a pedal oh, the same miles size. better and it's 20 pounds less than a Moore yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's down to me to pick the last one out of the Palladium, the G777, the Marvel Drive 3, the Pelotor, the Guitar Disruptor, the Phase Vibe, and the Casper. <sighs> I really like the Casper and I really like the Pelotor. And the Green Child, you really like that too. I really, I do really like that. Again, it's doing something different. I don't think it's a top five product here. Right. Um, I really like the Marvel Drive too, but... Marvel Drive 3 Marvel, no yeah the Marvel Drive 3 hey. the Marvel Drive 3 because we've got the uh, Golden Brownie which on there. was exactly why I went with the Golden Brownie yeah you made it very difficult um, yeah that's what I'm here for I'm going to go for I mean the other thing is you don't need to we could just stick with those 7 though, no yeah. no I need to I need to stick my oar in I'm going to go for the Pelican Noiseworks Pelotor but I really love the Casper Delay that was like my honourable mention but I don't think it's going to win here I don't think yeah. it's going to make top two so because I think you guys are prejudiced against it <laughs> no not at all because you hate me um, so I'm going to go with that so we're down to eight products which oh, are wow. the Pelican Noiseworks Pelotor the Two Notes to Clean the T-Rex Replicator the Echoline Roadrunner the Walrus 385 the JHS Pulp and Peel the Boss VB2W and the Golden Brownie from X5 Oof. We need to lose three pedals to get to mm. our top five. I, what, what do we lose? I mean, in t- I was going to say, in terms of like picking a top five for me, like if you were going to walk in and they, someone said to me, "Is like, right, give me a pro pedal that's going to sound amazing and it's going to just, you know, you're just going to pick it up and go, yep, that's it. Roadrunner. The Echo Live. I, com- I completely it's agree. Just, it's yeah. just a pro. It's like you look at it, it's pro. You can tell it's well built. You can tell loads of thoughts gone into it. It's, just a, it's a great pedal, it's, and I and I'm and when I was putting my pedal board together yesterday, I was like, I really should leave space for one because I'm sure I'm probably going to end up buying one. Yeah, it's, what, it, it's the, it like it, it's the pedal that um, will do, will if someone come if someone walked into a guitar shop and said I want to buy a Pete Cornish drive that's exactly pedal, exactly what I was going to say. We would that's say exactly what I was going to say. I would say yeah, or, okay, no, 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 that's fine. Are you okay with waiting three years, or however long the? Whatever, I'm, spending I'm not sure they're quid. even yeah producing them at the moment. So, so they are, it's you know, just expensive, right? You know, or you know, what it is is it's a pedal for someone who wants to buy a Pete Cornish, or they want to buy a Klon Centaur, uh, but they don't need to because they can buy this exactly so my question is which of these pedals are locked for our top five are we saying Echo Lime Roadrunner is, is locked I think so for the yeah. top five okay I what else what else needs to be locked the replicator it's too it's, I can't do that I can't sanction the replicator why not it's I it's cannot say so unique I, I, I think you may be standing alone here yeah yeah. really yeah. I, I really think so I, it's I like, so really. come on it's such an innovation it really it's such is such an innovation it really this is really the year is. I think this is the year that the tape delay came back to being I just don't I think it's on one of those things that if this goes through to the final five we'll look back next year and go ah, it didn't really work did it I don't think so because because it's been a year, it's been out a year nearly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And we, we are I'm, super I'm willing classic to, people. I'm, anyway, all our choices are always. I'm willing to concede the T Rex replicator yes. if you guys all want to put it there. Um, any other locks? VB two. I'm not sure I can sanction that in this list, Matt. Um, I know your corporate overlords oh, will be furious, <laughs> but um, I mean, it's, come on, I'm getting serious pressure here, boys. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's probably the most used pedal on my board. Well, obviously the chorus stays, uh, the uh, compressor stays. I, on, I think but, I, I um, think the only thing I, I suppose I would say is that they it's out. Now's the time to save thirty percent on wedding jewelry only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Because it was so sought after, but maybe people who are coming into effects now wouldn't necessarily consider that, that <coughs> an effect they should go for. Yeah. They should definitely try one because I think you'd be surprised. I think that's the thing. It's one of those pedals you kind of got to use it yeah, to kind of totally totally I'm gonna, it's not a pedal you it's, can oh, it's, I, 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 I just I think I just think in terms of this list there's more essential stuff on here yes. like, it's so it, good though it's such I, I agree, a well built I agree. but it's, I agree I don't want to lock it I'm just saying I, I, I think it is an well, absolutely say, brilliant pedal but I mean I think we should be locking the Walrus I'm going to say yeah. we need to lock the Walrus 385 Overdrive it is yeah. just incredible Jay you happy with that I'm happy with that I I I realise that's going to make what I'm about to say a little bit difficult. I think the, I think the golden brownie. Oh, it's me too. I, I really like. I, I know that we've now got three, three drives to no, a certain no, well, degree. But, you, know, like, to, you know, but like the bulk of the things we've I seen this year the, are drives. I think so. that that golden brownie is so me too. good for the money. I think you know we're so, talking so we're talking about three different very different price points. I've, then I, so. I think if we're going to do that, looking at what we've got left, I don't know how we cannot put the VB two through. I mean, there's pedals in there I like more. 100% that I like more than the, the VB2 but you don't like w. modulation so it's well I mean it's not that I don't like it you know like I, I said I, I put forward a vibrato pedal for this list and I just didn't put it I through think, hmm. I, for me I think it comes down to the Leclean and the VB2 I think the VB2 is a, the VB2 is a very cool pedal it's not for me I think that it's it definitely fills a fills a fills a void and is also it's good that you know, Bossa going back and revisiting these things that they said they'd never do. You well, know, sure, I th- but you would- I think that's I think that's really good. I the the Leclean I think is I think is probably for people who are for our audience, for people who are listening to this podcast and people who are like doing uh, guitar demos. I, I just think the Leclean suppose, is such a great. I've got, I've, yeah. I suppose as much as I I use the VB two as much as I use m- delay most of the time if you look at the price the Leclean is 219 quid the VB2 is 179 I mean what is your average guitarist going to get more use out of are they going to get use out of like a really good front end that they can use for recording they can use it as their drive pedal it's two channel I suppose the difficult thing is if you know we're still losing the pulp and peel which I think is great so, and me the too. noise works me which too. is great oh, yeah, as well well, well we're, we're losing stuff but they are great pedals yeah you've got to I think in terms of if we're thinking like a top five I think really two notes I I think think, I think think because it's done as a group it's done more for us than I think so too I think more than any pedal this year in terms of up if you were to put one of these things on your pedal board for an instant upgrade the Leclean does it I mean obviously that's dependent on what sort of thing you're doing but for for us like the Clean has been a massive asset to getting our mm-hmm. videos sounding mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. Um, cool let's put it through do we think I think yeah. so two notes yeah. Clean. lock it going. in lock it in so that means our final five in no particular order are the Echo Line Roadrunner the T-Rex Replicator the Walrus 385 Overdrive the X5 Golden Brownie and the two notes Clean. we need to put these in an order one to five one being the best, five being the, you know, not as best. The fifth well, best. we need to get the two through, don't we? Uh, we need to get two, two. Yeah, right. two through. So we need to put these in an order. I'm going to say, how does everyone feel about the Leclean being fifth on this list? Because it is a it, very good product, but... It was the last one that we, we did in. just add it last. Yeah. Agreed. I think there's not the urgency. Yeah. That, okay, so that's the two notes. Leclean preamp is going to be number five, or fifth best pedal of this year. Okay, and I think we can. There's an an easy-ish way to look at this, in terms of we've got so we've got three overdrives there. Uh-huh. What's your favourite of those overdrives? Three eight five. Three eight five for me. Mine's the Echo Line. Yeah, mine's the Echo. Yeah, I think mine's the Echo Line as well. Okay, fine. So all, all that does is it. So that <laughs> is the Echo Line a better pedal than the T Rex Replicator? Oh, well, 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 well. Let's let's hold on. We've we've got to talk about these. Well, Surely, no, no, no. I, I, think, no, I think that's the right no, thing yeah, to do. Yeah, totally. So we've just decided. We've just decided out that out of those three, three overdrives, the Echo Line is right, the best okay. one. The yeah. Walrus is the second best one, and the X5 Golden so, Brown. Uh, we now need to know: is the Echo Line better than the T Rex Replicator? And I would say it 100 percent is. I would say it 
it is. Uh, this, I can't wait for this argument, honestly, because <laughs> look, look, how can it, you justify a some shonky tape delay? It's not shonky. Think, think, about think about where you are. It comes in its own soft Think about where you are. Mark Packham. God damn it. The land got, of tape delays. You're, you're flanked, by tape flanked by tape you're flanked delays. Flanked by tape delays. Flanked by tape delays and, and tape, tape delay, delay enthusiasts. Yeah. Okay, so the the T Rex replicator is. It can't be our number one pedal. It is. A it's not the best pedal this year. It's, it is a it monumental. One hundred percent not release. the best pedal this year. Imagine, imagine if you had. No. Imagine. I don't <laughs> want to imagine. Imagine if you had a reverend, all the people. Billy Corgan, going <laughs> a into robot. a T-Rex replicator into a Honey Boy 5 Is a T-Rex replicator better than an Echo Line Roadrunner in terms of how, you know, the quality of the pedal? Okay, I will concede the Roadrunner if the replicator goes in second. No. Which we, we should definitely no, go in second. We need I, to, that, the Golden that Brownie point, is 100% fourth. You can't concede at this point. We need to put the Echo Line Roadrunner as number one. I think I, I'm yeah I'm into that I'm completely concerned about doing that if, it, if it's going to I, put my replicator in I am it. with Joe I think that I think that the replicator deserve I think that it deserves second place above those other two pedals yeah because it is it is novelty factor it's, it's not, not novelty it's not novelty it's at all it's not novelty at all novelty. it is it is so different to anything else on the market it's so different I to anything so else brave on the market. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think it is like it's a fantastic. I, I just piece can't of believe equipment. that you would put that. That's got absolutely no chance in best gear of the year overall. Whereas I think the Walrus 385 Overdrive is one of no, the no, no, best no. pedals. But no, the Walrus 385 just isn't as good as the Roadrunner. But, that, but so that's why I would put the, the Golden Brownie fourth. Yeah, I just don't Brownie's think... definitely fourth. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm happy to con- I'm happy with that. Then, Golden Brownie fourth. Let's X5 Golden Brownie is the fourth best pedal this year. It's just what do we put in second? The T-Rex Replicator or the Walrus 385 mm. Overdrive? I mean... Think about cost here. Like the replicator is nearly seven hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Seven hundred pounds worth of awesome. A novelty effect that's too big effect. to fit it's on your pedal board. It's not a novelty effect. It's not a novelty effect it at is, all. Because from, not, think about what think about what Matty just said. Like the RE would you, the uh, RE three hundred ones. The RE three hundred ones. Okay, I've got for over nine hundred pounds. I've got a question for you. Would you rather have a T Rex replicator or a Boss RE twenty? Would I rather have a T-Rex replicator or a Boss RE20? I would... <laughs> See? But, but See. Yeah, How but much is a Boss RE20? 200 quid. Exactly. Why would you pay nearly £700 for this if there is a pedal that does just as good a sound mm-hmm. and is... I think a better pedal. Well, why do any of us even play amplifiers by that token? Because there are perfectly good yeah. sort of, you know, interfaces that we should just go through the front of the house with. Uh, you can't I mean, use that <gasps> argument. I, 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 I think you it's, can it's, use... a, it's a very different product group. It's a very different what, product What, a tape group. delay versus a tape delay? And a digital tape delay emulator versus a tape. Which one would you rather have? Well, I've got the RE two. I've got the RE twenty. But if you had, if you hadn't, if you didn't have that, yeah. and you're in a store. Honestly, if I didn't have it, I would. Would it, I spend the extra? Oh, I is, don't know. It's difficult. It's is difficult. The, is the T Rex replicator a better pedal than a Boss RE twenty? Silence I think, is I think, deafening. I think this. I think this is the thing, right? It, you know, because sitting back and listening to it, no it's way. Like, if you plug in the replicator, it's going to be loads of fun. But yeah. then I'd but probably that, always go back and plug when, my timeline. When I say no novelty way, pedal, I don't mean it's like a joke pedal. I mean it would be like, great like for saying, a, it would be great for a bit, but I just don't think the longevity can is we, there. Where I think something like the RE twenty is a long life. It does pedal. Of course, it does I mean, need, it, but it that's unfair because the RE twenty is the single best pedal of all time, so it's difficult to compare it. I don't think longevity matters. The the three eight five overdrive by that token stands absolutely zero chance of even being remembered in a year in I, in in a in a format where so many well, think, drives are released drives every are, week drives are you know it's a great pedal it really is a great pedal but drives are a dime a dozen drives I, are a dime true. a dozen it's true. and all you got to do is look like the replicator is astonishing it's absolutely astonishing. We, we can't s- just give it to another drive I'm, just because the with, drive is quite good. I'm like, with Joe. I, I think it's, a, I think it's a, 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 like a serious piece of um, innovation 
that just nobody else has attempted to make into a portable and no piece one's of gear. gonna buy because it's so what are you talking awkward. about they've been super popular how many boards have you seen with a T-Rex replicator on? How many boards have you seen with the Warriors 305 order? Absolutely loads. Don't, don't believe no. you. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't believe you. If you look on Pedal Boards of Doom, I don't believe you for a single so second. many 385s. And, I, you know, and I bet they look really, really nice there next to the uh, next to everyone's Clon Centaur and next to their DS1s. Yeah, because they stand their... up with these classic pedals. That's why. But, like, it's just, it's just another drive. Matt it Knight, what would you go drive. for? What's number two on this list? Oh, um, I really don't know. It's, it, this is to me the hardest choice so far for second place. I just don't get it with the replicator. The problem I don't is, get I it. think realistically, uh, I'm putting this out there. Obviously, we then take the top two and we put it into the best product of the year. I don't think either stand a chance against the Roadrunner. So I don't think it matters where either one goes because I don't think either's going to be as good as the Roadrunner. I think I think the replicator is I think it deserves um, as you, Matty as you're on the fence you're uh, oh, let's go with these two I think I think that's the only fair way if yes. two of us want to go for it Matt doesn't know and I want to go for the 385 yeah. I think the T-Rex replicator is second on our list yeah is it Boris 385 overdrive honestly it's so God. cool now it's I know so how, good I know how Joe feels losing all the time what Nothing. Um, so, our fifth best pedal of the year is the Two Notes, the Clean Preamp. Fourth best, the X5 Golden Brownie. Uh, the third best is the Walrus 385 Overdrive. Second best is the T-Rex Replicator. And pedal of the year 2016 goes to the Echo Line Roadrunner, which will be joining the T-Rex Replicator, the Reverend Billy Corgan, uh, the Gretsch Streamliner Double Cart, the Boss Katana 50, the Honeyboy 5 Watt, the Rockstock Bright Switch, Barefoot Buttons, Boss ES8 and Ernie Ball St. Vincent on Friday's final. Holy granoli. We wow. should have a little break and then we're going to talk about 2016's Weirdest Gear. Cool. And welcome back to uh, day... Is this day three? Daytona. Day three. Our... I can't even five, remember now. Like yeah, yeah. Day three. This is day three. Yeah, we, so you've just heard is best it pedal. Today? It's yeah, Wednesday. I think you've just heard best pedal um, of 2016, which was won by the Echo Line Roadrunner, with the second place being the. T-Rex replicator um, and uh, <laughs> we're happy about that um, and uh, now we are back to talk about weirdest <laughs> gear of the year so um, we have got the Maleco Charlie Foxtrot the TC Electronic Wiretap the 856 for Zealous Zan by Montreal <laughs> Assembly uh, the Hologram Dream Sequence I don't even know what that is Matt you keep adding these bonkers <laughs> things um, the Electro Harmonics Mini Synth app uh, the Yamaha Trans Acoustic and the Ranger FX Dwarf Bleep um, so where do we want to start really is there anything on there that we think isn't weird enough to be weirdest gear because I sort of feel the wiretap yeah. is weird just, for the wrong reason what, what <laughs> weird is the wiretap the wiretap is basically uh, what was that Line 6 product called the the Backtrack. The Line 6 Backtrack, is it the backtrack? Put, put into a pedal. Mm. It's for recording your riffs, essentially, and then it stays on there like a little hard drive, and then you can just play them back. Yeah, I thought it was quite cool how you could transmit it straight to your phone Yeah, and then send it to someone oh, yeah. as like a writing tool. I remember this now. I also remember hating it. Yeah, you did hate it at the right. time. I think really like, aggressively hated yeah. it. I don't know. What? Why wouldn't you just have like an RC3 or a Digitech Jamman or something that's a looper pedal that's got a flash drive and then just USB into your computer yeah, and then just, just the like whole download thing. the web files onto your computer. It's like someone who didn't understand how looping works made this pedal. Yeah, there's like a looper that doesn't actually loop round. Yeah. It's oh, very weird. So I'm and actually, so many people just use voice recorder on their iPhone. Yeah, yeah totally. So many people sit down yeah. with that electric guitar. And no one's going like, to allocate a space on their pedal board to Yeah, it's very this. weird. I'm going to delete the electro- TC Electronic uh, wire tap. Oh, yeah. I might even do a Branton rant on, on it. I think you should. Should we, should we just admit the fact that even though we don't think it's, uh, it's not deserving of going on... Uh, 
the pedal section. Let's just put the dwarf bleep through because we know as last year it's going to end up in the top five. Well, possibly. You know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to no. have a so weird... So this is the second time Ranger Effects have had a, an Not entry. a pedal. Well, yeah, They've yeah. not made it through as a pedal, but they have as weird as... Yeah, it is <laughs> weird that they do keep ending up there. Should we just talk about each yeah, one individually? Sure. So Maleco, uh, Maleco Effects Charlie Foxtrot is a pedal that we demoed. Um, basically, what do they call it? They call it like... It's like a sample and hold pedal, isn't it? Yeah, basically. so they call it a granulator. Yeah, yeah, digital buffer and granulator. I have no idea where the buffer element comes no, no, into no. it. Well, it's got it means a... it's not true bypass, presumably. No, it's Good. got like a buffer in it. <laughs> in that it will... Um, there's, you know, there's a volume control on it. You can add gain, but it's not a gain I pedal as such. I suppose it takes the same idea that the Montreal Assembly Count to Five takes in the fact that it's sort of like a looper, sampler, delay. I'm assuming it uses some sort of like... It uses the same way that a looper works and then feeds that through some other digital things and then feeds it back out. So it's, it's kind of like mangling it inside the pedal before it kicks yeah, it back it's, out. Yeah, it's a output. glitch pedal, isn't it? Which, you know, glitch stuff is really prevalent in the kind of plug-in scene. There's so much stuff where you can, um, you know, put audio in and it splices it up in weird and wonderful ways and you might make something fresh and new out of it. And that's kind of pretty rare in the guitar effects scene. Obviously, there's the count to five. Um, I think the Charlie Foxtrot is good in one way that it's more of a cut down count to five you can't do so much with it the count to five is like a bizarre workstation of stuff yeah um, whereas the Charlie Foxtrot is you kind of find a weird sound you hit a few notes and it probably won't ever do the same thing twice yeah I also think that's a bit of a negative yeah, yeah. I, I think so it hugely. will never do like, the same thing twice it very difficult to write with yeah that, that, that was the problem I had was this is like you know we'd, we'd be messing around with it before we did the video and I'd be like oh yeah I can play this riff and it'll be great and then when I come to do it I'm like I didn't work any way shape you or can form. see exactly it on the video the you can see it on the video that you hit one chord and you're like okay that's going in a nice like tempo I can play over that then you hit another one it does it again and you hit the third one it just goes Noom. yeah it just stops immediately so yeah. I, I just I, I love the idea and, and Maleco you know they're a synthesizer builder they make Eurorack modules they've made cool pedals they made a great range of mini pedals that they we've did. never really ever talked about that's when I first heard of them when you had some of the mini <laughs> did you had some of the mini pedals right uh, did I have one of them I think I think I you had a delay or something yeah but I just I love it but I also really don't like it at all yeah I think so. <laughs> and actually I think they had another pedal out this year which was probably a little bit more usable but once again very weird which was the sneak attack which was their attack oh, decay God. and which came with an extra pedal as well with an it? extra tap the little buddy such a weird yeah the little buddy <laughs> um, so we'll leave it on the list for now let's run down the rest of the things the 8564 for, for I mean this is count this is Montreal Assembly at their absolute weirdest yes I mean for a, a company that has hype I don't think they can be beaten these pedals sold out in 45 minutes it's, they you, made something like 200 and they sold out in 45 minutes that's bonkers isn't it I mean, and they're not cheap. They're not cheap. These were five hundred dollars, I think. And so, and then he just went. Oh, yeah, that's it. Not making any more. <laughs> no, he'll make some more, but they're like, don't know when. Yeah, make some more. Just and I, I watched a video with them and out. his business partner talking about it, and it's like, yeah, it's because it's all digital. Right? There's nothing analog about it. They were just like, yeah, just wanted to make the looper, and they're like, when you talk to them, it's almost like. I love the way like Jay Mascus is in interviews. He's really just like this is like talking about his gear. It's just like well, this is what I use, and yeah, you know, he's not like passionate about it, but not in a, like a, a massively massive, you know, not in a massive way. And they're kind of the same. It's like yeah, we just sort of built it, and yeah, it does this. But it's like imagine the Count Five as a full fledged looper that's then fully MIDI controlled, and every control does something different. Bonkers. It's yeah. It's it's kind of once again. It's that going down that granular spluttery sort of glitch route that I think you you could probably use on a pedal board but you might find it better in recording yeah. once again I think it, it's difficult to write with because you don't really ever know what it's going to do totally but yeah basically uh, I'd say <coughs> the best way to describe it would be like a, count to f- a deluxe count to five yeah really definitely um, what's, the, um, what's the hologram dream sequence ah so this one is actually a little bit more Usable, okay. Um, everyone's got laptops here, so obviously have a look. Hologram Dream Sequence, if you haven't heard of it, I think they're about once again, they're about $500, but something with a little bit more thought and something that's going to be a little bit more usable. Um, so it's a pitch shifter, 
Uh, it's a hold sampler, so you can hold a note or a chord indefinitely. With tap tempo, yeah, octave up and down, and then it also works like a sequencer. Of course. So um, <laughs> there's like four, or, well, five LEDs that then like blink in different ways depending on what your sequence is, but you can get some cool, it's like the boss slicer in a way but way more control over the kind of the pitch yep uh, different wave shapes and then all MIDI controlled as well but yeah it's awesome if you kind of want something that is very dreamy very ambient but way like usable straight out of the box because I think that's the problem with the Maleco is that it's just, and, it's, it ends with the and the, well even the count to five the even, yeah, yeah even the mantra because even with the count to five now I still struggle sometimes Me, to kind totally. of go like yeah, yeah. I love having it on my board because I like stepping on it and having these weird sounds but I'm still struggling to get my head round how it actually works how it actually works Jay Cross you added the Electronics mini synth to this list I did what's the uh, what's the deal with that so it's an app that kind of came out of nowhere um, I just I, like the only piece of um like advertising that I saw for it was a tweet that Electro Harmonics put out. It was just like, oh yeah, we've done a done an app. Have a look at it. And I looked at it and I was like, this is absolutely wicked. It's like so. It's it's like a fully um, like it's all. I I think it's only iOS at the moment. I don't think there's an Android one. Um, but you've got like a full size uh, full size keyboard that you can um, like it's a little bit unuser friendly because you need to like scroll with one hand uh, along to get because you'll only have like I think you only get a full octave on the screen at any one time right so it's a little bit difficult in that like you can't you can't do a, a huge amount with it and it's certainly not like a serious uh, piece of kit but it's it's very fun and very very weird um, I really like it was like six quid or something like it's not a huge amount of money I, I honestly think if you've got an iPad I think you should just definitely buy it because it's so much fun um kind of weird i'm not sure if it's the weirdest the weirdest thing that came okay. out this year oh, well, um, well, it, and actually by electroharmonics standards it's fairly run-of-the-mill you know it's not really even okay. that weird considering it's the ehx but you know a very cool a very very cool piece of kit so a couple of days ago i got to actually try out the yamaha trans acoustic <laughs> which is an acoustic guitar it doesn't sound that weird does it Yamaha acoustic usually fairly simple run of the mill you know you get your APX CPX uh, the FG series Yamaha Trans Acoustic is a an acoustic guitar with chorus and reverb built in and you think oh great brilliant so effect circuit built into the guitar plug it into your amp comes through the amp tell you what the Yamaha Trans Acoustic has chorus and reverb without plugging it into an amp think about that it is using a mechanical process to produce chorus and reverb sounds inside the guitar itself. And there's no speaker built in there. It just vibrates so that it will create chorus and reverb, and then that comes out of the sound hole. So what is it doing? Is it taking that actual it's take- vibrating top of the wood and converting it into a signal that then is then amplified just out of the... No, no, no. there's no it's- amplification going on. It's like delaying the reverberations from the guitar I don't know exactly how it works but so weird I had um, one of the guys in uh, the GAC acoustic department just show me around it and it's absolutely bonkers I honestly think this is a candidate for weirdest gear this year because it's you know everything else is a pedal that is quite weird this is something I've never ever seen before it's so bizarre. It's, just, it's it's come so out of left field. Yeah. And like Yamaha haven't really, they've not like got behind it, especially. No, it's like, not a big release for them. They're just like, oh, here's this thing that no one has ever even thought of doing. Yeah. Like, I don't know who they're, who this is for. I yeah. don't know. I don't understand I know. this product at all. It makes no sense, which is why I love it. It should yeah. definitely be weirdest gear. Matt, the last thing you added was the Ranger FX Dwarf Bleep. Yeah, which we we talked about Ranger Effects last year. Um, yeah, I mean, just once again, um, David at Ranger Effects just a all around mad scientist when it comes to fuzz and moving everything into kind of his mini pedal format. Obviously, we talked about the love of the Igor, which was the um, how the would you companion say? The pressure, pressure pad, plate, pressure yeah. pad um, expression pedal, but the Dwarf Bleep is the kind of expansion of the Frankenstein fuzz but does the super bleepy 
like we we were, I was listening to some some demos because you can't really find them in many stores, and it's basically like those awesome bleepy glitch synth sounds out of your guitar just by you can use it as normal fuzz and then pressing down on the eagle eagle just gives you the ultimate in just kind of makes it bleepy bleepy guitar weird. sounds it's just awesome like but usable do you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah. like you mix that with like some delay and stuff like that. i think you can get some really cool sounds out of it once again mini pedal format and the mind-blowing thing 108 quid yeah that is it sounds really good and he builds them you know yeah it sounds really good for that money so with that all in mind what are we keeping is there anything on this list that is not weird enough to exist Jay, you were saying that the mini synth. Yeah, perhaps, I mean it's it's great. I, I'm not. But it's a synth app, I suppose. Yeah. At the end of, that, isn't the it? End of the day, it's a it's a like a. It's more. It's weird that Electroharmonics did it. Then. Yeah, I guess that's. I guess that's. I guess that's a fair a fair point. Yeah, completely. Shall we uh, lose the mini synth from this list? Let's do it. So we're down to five. Um, I would lose if it was me. I would lose the Montreal Assembly purely because, at, with all of these products, you could s- plug it in and probably work out how to use it and get something out of it I don't think you could plug in and get the, anything out of the 856 the first time you used it so, without reading the ridiculously short manual that makes no sense whatsoever do we, do we want to go for that as fifth on this list then yeah it's the fifth weirdest thing this year um, yeah, yeah Weird, so. weirdest gear is always a difficult one is because we have to toss up like what is good and is deserving to go through the final and what is genuinely weird and it's that I think what wins weirdest gear is the best balance of those two yeah, things completely yeah. um, I am going to say I didn't hear the hologram dream sequence but I mean it sounds pretty interesting yeah I mean uh, if I were thinking fourth place I'd think Charlie Foxtrot once again yeah. it's on that line of it's cool but it's just I think it just teeters over the point of it actually being usable. I think if you bought one at like 200 quid, you would struggle to kind of... Yeah, you'd find you'd a... Just be like, ah, I think if you're in a studio, but if you're a guitarist and or a bass player or whatever and you're putting on a pedal board and you step on that mid-gig, you'd be like, yeah. You could hit, well, like I say, you hit one note and you're like, oh, I can riff with this. And then it just like completely dies on the second note. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, unpredictable yeah. and not in yeah. a good way. It's like, I think the only real use for uh like the charlie foxtrot is guitar go- demos well no 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 <laughs> interesting it's demos like, on youtube it's like if you've got a section of a song where oh, and it's far more suited to a band like joe's where you have like maybe there's like a an eight bar f- freak out where improvised like, absolutely yeah, yeah where there's not- just like a bit where there's it not doesn't huge, matter what happens. It doesn't yeah, matter yeah, what's yeah. going on. You're not, you're as not long relying as you, on as constant as tempo or pitch. Absolutely. As long as like everyone starts the freaky bit at the same time and ends the freaky bit at the same time, it doesn't really matter too much what yeah, goes I on. And I, I don't know. It's very cool as a standalone product, but I'm not sure how useful it is I don't know but maybe yeah. that is a qualifier for no, how skin. does everyone feel about the hologram dream sequence going third and then the trans acoustic and ranger fighting out for the top spot yeah yeah I or think so that, um, I think not enough of us have had enough time with the yeah. hologram dream sequence to give it okay, yeah, toward it in a place um, so Yamaha trans acoustic or ranger effects dwarf uh, okay, bleep so the ranger effects dwarf bleep is really interesting again because it's got the eagle eagle thing um uh pad and everything and and it's and it's a really interesting pedal it's still just sort of a cool fuzz and we actually had similar pedals in our pedal category as well yes the Yamaha Transacoustic is just completely it's absolutely because this wasn't tech but it's just kind of I can't believe that's a product I can't believe that Yamaha have funded research they, they've aimed to create this so I, and they've employed people uh, to research how to do it it's weird but it's also totally usable if oh, you yeah, were, yeah, if you were like a busker or you know singer songwriter or something just having like a bit of reverb and a bit of chorus in there without I mean it's still powered by a battery because there's something yeah. mechanical going on that the battery is powering but not having to have an amp and having a bit of reverb I think is ridiculously I think good so I, I can I can tell you how this came about I think because um, Yamaha also do a trans acoustic piano. piano yeah. yeah and from ah. what i can from what i can tell that is where this technology has come from because if i can if you allow me to read this out quickly 
Yamaha's incredible new transacoustic system allows you to not only play silently through head. This is for the piano. Not only you uh, play silently through headphones, but also to use the piano's naturally resonant soundboard as a speaker, enabling you to physically turn down the volume of your piano. So, essentially, what it's doing is it's a, a like a rather than it's it's quite interesting because rather than going the traditional route of having a keyboard style piano that like a digital piano that you can make sound like a real authentic uh acoustic piano they're sort of going the other way here and they're making an acoustic piano that has the functionality of a digital of of an electric piano and i guess what they've done is that's where the r&d has come from yeah and from and i can understand how that is you know a fairly you know, you want something that looks like a proper piano, like you know, quote unquote proper piano. But you don't want you you don't want to buy it for your kids and then have them wake you up at six o'clock in the morning by playing chopsticks. You know, yeah. like so it makes sense. Yeah, and I guess that's where they found this this tech and they've gone. Well, where else can we use this? Oh, sure, let's just put it into this guitar and we'll call it. We'll also call it the transacoustic. So if ever anybody searches for the piano, will come up and it'll be super confusing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we feel about the transacoustic being our weirdest yeah, gear? I think so. uh, the yeah, Ranger effects completely. dwarf bleep being in second place. The hologram dream <laughs> sequence in third. The Maleco Charlie Foxtrot in fourth, and the eight five six for Zelasan from um, Montreal, Montreal Assembly. Assembly being number five on this list. So, so does that mean that the does that mean that for the first time in three years we've got an acoustic product? We've got Yamaha product as well. Yeah, we've not had much Yamaha or so, acoustics or acoustics yeah, really in wow. the final. So Yamaha Transacoustic and Ranger FX uh, Dwarf Bleep will be going through to the final on Friday, um, joining the Boss ESA, Ernie Ball, St Vincent, Rockstock Bright Switch, Barefoot Buttons, Echoline Roadrunner, T Rex Replicator, Boss Katana Fifty, Honey Boy Five and the Reverend Billy Corgan and Gretsch Streamliner Double Cut to fight it out for our, our gear of the year. Um, but before that, we have Thursday's um, deliberations, which are going to be best base product and when we unveil Listener's Choice 2016. Stick with us tomorrow for uh, fighting out, probably loads of fighting with Joe Branton over the best base product. And, uh, and then join us again on Friday for the final. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow. Farewell. Bye. <laughs>